Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Every day at this time, a little, little thing called the Rundown. Let's go. Now, it's the Rundown, presented by Trippet Insurance. Trippet Insurance at 6462 Stage Road in Bartlett. Depend on your local insurance agent. Trippet Insurance at 901-365-1472. Online at TrippetAgency.com. The Rundown, with the biggest stories of the day from Jason and John on 92.9 FM ESPN. First story. The Memphis Grizzlies, 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 winners of three in a row. In second place in the West, as we've mentioned, a half game behind Denver right now. Things looking up. Uh, had dropped four or five, have now won three in a row. Uh, Rosie again, especially against the East. I pointed this out. Memphis is 12-3 and three this season against the East and has won eight straight going into this one. Yes, against an Eastern Conference team uh, in Charlotte. Remember, that's an early tip tonight, 6 o'clock. Gary Darby's going to have the pregame here on 92.9 FM ESPN at 5.30. Make sure you're tuned in. Uh, Memphis clocked Charlotte, 130.99 back in early November. Here's a little quiz. I'm going to put you on the spot. Yep. I I mentioned 12-3 and against Eastern Conference teams. They've won eight in a row against the East. Yes. Who are the three Eastern Conference teams the Grizzlies have lost to? Brad, you can jump in because I could tell by the way that John's rubbing his forehead it's going to be tough. I bet y'all – Surely you get one. Uh, Say that again. Okay. Celtics. Grizzlies are 12-3 and three against the East. Yep. Who are the three teams they've lost to in the East? John's got one of them. Hell, yeah. So you got Boston. it. Okay. He's got one of them. Can we get uh, two out of y'all? Or have, they lost, have they lost to the 76ers? No. Have they lost to – that? This is going to get ugly if you do this. I, th- I thought maybe Heat? you'd have a little bit – Nope. Now the Heat stink. Have they lost – Sixers. Already said them. You did? Have they lost? It was two row games. You know this the the one th- area you can mess with this I, team. I, I They're eight all, and ten I, on the road. I, I put all the L's out of my head, man. I Boston was here. They lost at Washington. Had a bunch of folks down back never, on November thirteenth, and then hadn't lost uh, uh, to an that, Eastern yeah. Conference team since November twentieth when they lost at Brooklyn. So Washington, Brooklyn, Boston—the only Eastern Nets. Conference teams. Oh, that's, that's right. They they were winning at the half of that Brooklyn game. I remember yeah. that because they, they were they were shorthanded mm-hmm. there too. And you were didn't you didn't they sit a ton against Washington? I want to say yes. 
Yes. I want to say that. that yes, was they the did. They did. Okay. In both cases, it was not the real Grizzlies. Grizzlies that's why I don't remember them. Well, these will be, other than uh, I think the only guy that's listed as out tonight is Brandon Clark. Otherwise, you should be relatively healthy, have Bain out there. Santi Aldam and Zaire are listed as questionable. But, again, having Bain uh, back and not on the injury report, certainly a good sign for the Grizzlies. Line, last I looked, seven and a half in terms of these uh, Grizzlies are the favorites. Uh, eight in a row against the East, and we mentioned it earlier, number two in the league in defensive rating right now. I know offensively, yes, they're still trying to figure some things out, especially since the return of Bain. Hopefully they can get that done, but defensively they've continued to rise. They're number two behind only Cleveland, allowing 109.1 points per 100 possessions. Cleveland's at 108.9. So that they could overtake them, especially after that Chicago game where Cleveland just gave up a ton. They could overtake them here in the next yeah. couple of weeks if they – Stay with the identity that feels like they're sort of back to uh, after that little bit of a rough patch. So, again, Memphis Grizzlies tonight taking on the Charlotte Hornets. 6 p.m. tip. Pre-game's going to be right here on 92.9 FM ESPN at 5.30 with Gary Darby. Next story. All right. So the, uh, there's only one week left in the NFL regular season. Then we're on to the playoffs, <clears throat> which should be a very, very good, uh, you know, a, a, a good postseason. As far as I'm concerned, feels like there's, it feels wide open. Yeah, several teams that could win this thing. Um, a lot of people may or may not remember this, but our, our our friend Uncle Phil, we had him on just before we got out of here for the break, and we asked Uncle Phil. This was you know two three weeks ago. Hey, if I'm put, if I'm putting five hundred dollars down on a Super Bowl winner as a, as a future, who is it? And he said the Bengals, mm-hmm. and the Bengals were about to go up fourteen to three on Buffalo in that game. Um, so you just go so go show you. The Bengals could be one of those teams. Anyway, the regular season is coming to an end, which for the rest of us means draft time. Let's see, you know, who we can get in the uh, in the NFL draft coming up in April. Now, you guys are benching Justin Fields for your final game of the year. Well, we, you're going to be rolling we, out with Peterman. We've been taking this thing very well. Uh, the, the, only que- the only question is, is will you be able to outdo the Houston Texans for that number one pick, they have the Colts, who are also that is that is a game that neither team is going to want to tr- win. But someone has to. Someone must win. Um, if it's the Texans, I'm pretty sure Bears move to number one. So long as Bears lose this week, we'll have more yes, losses. Yes, that Texans, the Texans have a tie. That's exactly right. You guys will be three and fourteen. They will be three thirteen, uh, two thir- two fourteen, and one. In this case, if the Texans win, so be sorry, they'll be three thirteen mm-hmm. and one. So yes, That's, come on, love. Yes, you guys would be three and fourteen, and you would have the number one pick in the uh, NFL draft, and you would take the the, the defensive tackle from Georgia. Georgia. Uh uh-uh. uh So somebody asked me that last night out at uh, Martial Arts. What's the difference, Jason? If you move up to one, if you're two right now, what's the difference? Well, the difference is in terms of what teams might be willing to pay to get up to either one or two. What you could get back for the Bears. Here's the thing. Whether you believe it or not, the Bears think they've got their quarterback. Right. Right. You're in a draft where whether it's going to be Stroud or your man Young, whoever, teams are going to want to come up and get their guy. And so if you are in that one slot and you want to have the number one shot at your guy, your quarterback, you're going to have to come up and pay. So to me, there's a there's a pretty significant dif- uh, difference between one and two because yeah. we're talking first shot That's true. at your quarterback. So Bob, Lovey Smith, go get it. Yeah. Uh, so okay, let's let's. But but you're, I mean, I guess the Texans have reason to lose too because it'd be the same reason. You're right. Both of those teams seem like they want to. Yeah. Indy's got to get a quarterback, you know, by draft or by trade. So yeah, the, the Colts do not have a shot at the number one. Pick but aren't though, they top so. five ish? 
They're tough. Yeah, there, there's movement area, I yeah, thought. Yeah, they, so you want to get as, enough. The point is, you want to get as high as you can in this draft. Everybody, you know, everybody wants to lose right now. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, ESPN has a mock draft up, which is why I brought this up, and it just came out today. Houston's number one. They're going to pick Bryce Young, uh, which makes all the sense of the world. They have you guys picking the, the the tackle from Georgia, the Seattle Seahawks picking Will Anderson from Alabama, Arizona picking a defensive end from Texas Tech, C.J. Stroud going the, to the Colts at five. Um, who made himself a lot of money in that uh, in, in that national semifinal? Uh, Lions picking a because they own the Rams pick, which is huge for them. They're they're drafting a DT from Clemson. Then at seven, the Raiders, Will Levis, Kentucky. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm not a. He fan. looks the part. He does, and that's it. I would rather I would rather uh, have CJ Stroud. I'd rather have Stroud than Will Levis. And people are going to be fooled by Will Levis. I think they're going to look at him and they're going to say, man, this is Josh Allen all over again. And he's just not. He's not Josh Allen. Trade on up. Come on up. Come see us. Come see me. I would trade Throw up. me a deal. I would trade up for Bryce Young. Mm-hmm. I would trade up for there Bryce Young. There will be others that want to do the same thing. But I just don't know if they'll do that. I do not I do not know uh, if they will do that. So, anyway, yeah, the uh, the the mock drafts uh, are going to be a, a plenty coming up here. And we'll see where everybody settles. But, um there you have it, uh, as for today. Next story. Zion Williamson, this is news because obviously the Pelicans are, you know, Grizzlies handled them last time they played them, now lead that season series 2-1. But for a Pelicans team that's been playing pretty well, otherwise, remember, had won five in a row coming into that Grizzlies game, a uh, little bit of a blow because Zion Williamson, who's had injury, uh, a, a, a plethora of injury issues over his career, going to be sidelined for at least three weeks, according to the Pelicans, with a right hamstring Strain. That's a blow for them. They already don't have Brandon Ingram, and again, they were playing pretty well without. They're they're what they're right there in the standings. I don't have them pulled up, but they're right there behind you in the Western Conference standings. This has been one of the better teams in the West. They look like they plan to do it all season long. So it's a blow. Zion had been playing at an All Star level. There's no question about it. And um, right now, somebody's going to have to somebody else going to have to step up. I don't know who it is with Brandon Ingram out. I guess CJ McCollum just gonna have to go, you know go go ham right now. Look, they they got a lot of other small pieces that you like, but right. obviously the pressure is gonna be on CJ right now if they're planning on keeping pace with the best in the West with Zion out for at least three weeks. Yeah, no, I mean I hamstring, you, and, and that's one of those things where I saw yesterday. I'm like, mm. so here we go again. Right is the issue. That's really you know, the I know theme. they're saying three weeks, but hamstrings are really really tricky, especially on you know guys of his size. Yeah, that's the thing. Remember, the wording matters. It reevaluated and yeah, man. So I mean, I don't know. Hamstrings are tricky. So this is one of those things you always go back to the butterfly effect with the with 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 the Grizzlies because if they get the number one pick, which everybody was praying that they got, they would have had to draft oh Zion God. Williamson, and it will be part of the. Story. He just doesn't. He doesn't play enough. He when he plays, he's great. He was twenty nine of thirty seven this year. Before this, yeah, like this year was looking. This up. was the first yeah. one since what? I mean, since nineteen. I mean, you got to go back a long way since you know, since Zion's put together a, a season like this in terms of durability. But like that's 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 him. That's the book on him. He's gonna get hurt. Doesn't he look slimmer and cut down though? He to does. You when we said he had to do yeah, it, and he's no, done he that. Does. Like, you know, after last season, he's back and forth. Are you in the end with the team? All that. I, mean, I swear, C.J. McCollum got there and just. A, I don't, you know, it, it was all of a sudden like all of a sudden he's gonna, Zion wants to be a professional, wants yeah. to be a part of the thing, and has. Um, but he's he's looked slimmer and trimmer. No, Zion Gri- has. Grizzlies been, gave him the blues though. He had nine turnovers. Z- Zion, when he plays, is he is twenty six seven and four point six, and he shoots sixty one percent from the field. Lord, I mean, he's he is amazing. He is an amazing talent. 
but it's a fleeting talent because his availability is just not where it needs to be because of his size, because of what makes him him. He is just you're not going to get a full season out of him ever. Um, Brandon and then, has not played since November 25th with a left big toe contusion. He's yeah, gone for a while. Yeah, same thing that uh, kind of the same thing that B- Bang was dealing with, right? Same toe it's issue, turf toe, COVID yeah. toe. So yes, I I just uh, I, I hate to see that if you know if I'm a Pelicans fan because this has been the experience with Zion, you know you you'd almost just rather you know never see him in a way because when he does play he is um it's like Greg Oden, Greg Oden was a freaking beast. A lot of people don't realize they don't remember that, but he just was hurt all the time. I mean Yao Ming had to retire early because he was too damn big, you know. He had, like, stress fractures all the time because he was – But Greg never gave you all-star for the time. No, right? that's We've true. Seen, at he least was not as that good. From he, never, he was not he as – He never got that he when was, he was on the floor, yes. that good of a of He was a not as good as Zion is. But I hear you on the injury thing. I mean, that's that's going to be the question of his career until he can, uh, you know, put a couple of healthy seasons where he's playing the majority of the seasons together. Uh, you're going to have to do that. It's always going to be a concern if you're a Pelicans fan. Uh, we'll see if they can keep pace with the rest of the West with Zion out for at least three weeks, looks like. Yeah. Uh, we'll come back. Rob Fisher's going to join us. It's talk about some availability. Our man Fish is always there. He's a beautiful man. Uh, during the Grizzlies game. So we'll talk to him about that. Get his thoughts on. Uh... Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. What they're doing. Guests appear on the Superbook Sports phone line. Superbook Sports. Download the Superbook Sports Tennessee app today with Jason and John, live from the Topps Barbecue Studios on 92.9 FM ESPN. Rob Fisher is on the sidelines for the Memphis Grizzlies pre and post on Valley Sports on Twitter at the Fish Nation. He joins us now. Fish, Happy New Year, brother. Happy New Year, fellas. How y'all doing? Do you uh blessed? Do you just outdo everybody on New Year's Eve too? I mean, that's you know, I know on the sidelines it's obvious, but New Year's Eve yeah. feels like it's you're in your bag too. 
It's it's kind of my show, and everybody's invited. <laughs> so, so it is, so it confirmed it is something that you take just as seriously as sideline your sideline attire. There was there was time that was taken that was pushed aside for the day for me to get things prepared to look good that night. So, yeah. In fact, I was a little upset, you know, seeing people and everybody was dressed so nice on New Year's Eve, but I was kind of like, this is my thing, you know, what are y'all doing? That's so, right. it was, but, but it turned out all right. Uh, all right, man. So, uh, you know, it, it is kind of funny, the, the, the ebbs and flows uh, of an NBA season. You know, it, it, it's great, and then it's not so great, and then it's great again, and then it's not so great. Um, what, what do you make of where the Grizzlies are right now and, and just what the, what the last two weeks have held for them? I, I think they're in a good place uh, because, you know, it, it's not like all of a sudden Desmond Bain started scoring 30 and the Grizzlies started winning. Um, it, 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 you know, the Grizzlies struggled because they, they were struggling as a team, uh, even with their full lineup back. And, but now it's, it's still the same team. And, and it's not like, you know, Bain can still be better. Zaire Williams can still be better. Um, but they're, they're, they're back to what they're doing, which allows them to win. And that's play, as we like to call it, Grizzlies basketball. You know, they're getting rebounds. They're getting out and running. They're knocking down shots. The ball's moving. It's popping around the floor. They're, they're, so it's, 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 it's giving them open looks. It's giving them direct lines to the basket. It's, you know, it's, it's what Grizzlies basketball is about. And, and when, it, when you, we talk about Grizzlies basketball, it starts with defense. And that's the biggest difference. I mean, the defense is locked in right now um, to where I think when you lost four of those five games, it wasn't. I, I think offensive struggles led to defensive struggles, whereas of now your defensive uh, efficiency is leading to offensive efficiency. And, you know, it's, it's, it's more fun playing basketball when you're making baskets. And, and I think that's a big part of it for the Grizzlies right now. You know, we, we spend so much of the, the defensive conversation on the Grizzlies, and you're, you're right, they've been rolling. They're up to number two on, with the guys that the anchor, Jaron Jackson and Dylan Brooks, because they're so good. Um, but I almost feel like I need to spend more time, especially lately, on Steven Adams and the way he finishes off a bunch of those defensive possessions with the way he's rebounded of late. I mean, he, you know, as important as those guys are, and I'm not going to sit here and tell you he's just as important, but he's been a key, it feels like, Rob, to getting back to that identity because you're finishing off those possessions and not giving teams second, third chances. No doubt. And, and when they were struggling and, and lost four of those five games, I mean, that, that was one of the things that Taylor Jenkins talked a lot about during timeouts was finishing possessions, you know, giving up – Giving up too many second chance opportunities against teams that aren't really second chance yes. teams, yes. you know, and or giving up too many threes against teams that weren't three teams, um, you, you know, they were just letting teams get what they wanted, but that that's not the case right now. And and Jaron's been amazing. Dylan is Dylan is it, find me someone who's a two way player in this league that's playing better than what Dylan Brooks is playing right now. Um, and then Steven, who you mentioned, I mean, to be able to grab every rebound that he's grabbing and to have those two games on back to back nights in about a 27 hour span that were both physical, um, playoff sort of intensity. And for him to play like that and to grab every single one of them that he did was, was quite remarkable. He's, He's a, he's a big part of the Grizzlies' success. You know, as I mentioned, when it's Grizzlies basketball, it's rebounding and getting out and running. Well, yep. the rebounds start with him. He's the head of the stake when it comes to rebounding. So 
uh, and, he, and then he's passing well. And then the offense, I mean, I, I love that he's being more aggressive offensively. I love that Jaws finding him around the basket and he's been able to finish. I mean, that's three double-doubles in a row in these three wins and averaging just over 10 points and averaging 20. 20 rebounds a game. It's, uh, it's incredible. It is. You know, for so long we have been looking for – the replacement of that Clippers rivalry, and it was. I mean, that was just a – it was unbelievable every time they got together. You know, Grizzlies would win, Clippers would win, dramatic moments, and, you know, you just kind of miss that. You just kind of miss that that heat. Uh, But but is the Warriors-Grizzlies – is that the new Grizz-Clippers? Can it maybe even surpass that because, you know, of, of both teams' chance to win a championship? Yeah, I don't like them anymore. And then um, <laughs> the thing is, I really don't like their fans. Um, they're miserable human beings. It's unbelievable. I mean, again, on Christmas Day, I just, after Clay, you know, gets on top of Dylan and gives him that little look and gets the technical, I just tweeted something simple out. All I tweeted out was that the Warriors have become pretty hateable. And oh my God. I mean, 18,000 like uh, reactions to it and people then getting in this whole, I mean, everybody reacting and saying, well, the Grizzlies are hateable too. And I was like, okay, that's fine. I didn't yeah. say they weren't. Um, but yeah, it, it's become that sort of rivalry. You know, rivalries are built and the Grizzlies Clippers rivalry, Grizzlies Oklahoma City rivalry, those were built because you played in the postseason. Yep. And now playing the Warriors in the postseason and having that sort of, uh, uh, you know, series that they had, plus, you know, the Warriors have been at the top for so long of the NBA, and the Grizzlies are that team that's coming after them. And the Grizzlies are a young, brash, loud-mouthed team, and, uh, and the Warriors are as well. And the Warriors don't want to be knocked off the mountaintop, and they're going to do everything they can to keep the Grizzlies at arm's day, you know, until they can't anymore. So, yeah, it's a rivalry. Clay saying stupid stuff. Uh, John says he doesn't care about anybody in the West. Dylan's talking about Clay, and Clay's talking about dynasties that was never said. But, it, it, yeah, it's great. I, I, I think it's great to have rivalries. It's great to have a team. I always used to call the Clippers them. Yeah, Golden State feels like them now. And, um, you know, it, it can't be a rivalry, though, until the Grizzlies start beating them in the postseason. Mm-hmm. And, uh and, and and right now, you know, Golden State's got that upper hand, and, and hopefully the the Grizzlies uh, can grow as a team and and can surpass them and knock them off that mountaintop because that's certainly everybody's goal in the West right now. Does this? But I love it. I love it. I love hating teams. It's no. Great. It's good for you. It's it's healthy to have sports hate in our lives. No, I'm I'm with you completely. And 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 to your point, I don't think you've got a rivalry with the Pelicans until you're meeting them. Or, you know, going, we, we can try to make it one, even one with maybe Dallas. But until you've got more to lose in the playoffs, I don't think that you, those things have to grow out of the playoffs, don't they? I'm, I'm with yeah. you 100% I, on that. I agree 100%. I mean, in fact, uh, when the Grizzlies played the Pelicans the other night, you know, I guess it was about three weeks ago when you looked up at the standings and saw that it was the Pelicans and the Grizzlies yep. one and two. And you started to think, wow, well, maybe this is something, <laughs> you know, between these two teams. But, but it ha- it hasn't been that way yet, just right. because you haven't had that postseason, playing every night, learning guys' tendencies, hating guys' tendencies, having a little trash dogging. I mean, all of those things that are just built 
over playoff time. And you just don't have that yet with the Pelicans. And unfortunately, with the Pelicans over the last few years, we haven't had many instances where John and Zion right. both played. Right. <laughs> so, and Zion's now, I guess, four and two in his career against the Grizzlies because he's lost the last two after winning the first four. But yeah, you start seeing them in the playoffs, and for how young those teams are, they can become a great rivalry. Yeah. But that's that's where it's born. It's it's postseason time. We were talking about that just before you got on. <clears throat> that you know, it would have been. It would have felt like the most Memphis Grizzlies thing ever to win the lottery and, and, and get the guy, this generational prospect that everybody wanted to get their hands on, but is like seemingly rarely available. You know, like that butterfly effect. Instead, you get the number two pick and you feel like, oh, well, this is a great consolation prize. Like you probably got the best part of that draft. It's just kind of, it's kind of, you know, the butterfly effect game there is kind of wild. Yeah, it's, um, because it would have I mean, felt like it would have felt like the most Grizzlies thing ever to get the number one pick and get Zion, but this dude never gets on the court. You know? Yeah, that, uh, I mean, it would have been, and then we'd be watching Ja have the success <laughs> right, and the notoriety right. or shoes. Yeah, and right. I mean, yeah, maybe it would have been a great hatred rivalry then. Yes, <laughs> yes, that's exactly right. That is exactly you'd be watching Ja be. You know, he's dunking on everybody, and and we see. Zion in the in the street clothes, you know. But, but. I mean, it, it's incredible, and I, I mean, I, you guys, you guys have a promo that runs with you two talking about Ja and Jason. You say to John, you know, you better be grateful every morning you wake up that John Morant plays in our city. Yeah. And, it, and it, it's funny to listen to, but it's but every time I hear it, I also think of that fact of it is true. I mean, I I remember having conversations with Mark Folliwell, who's the voice of the Dallas Mavericks, and asking him about you know, covering Dirk from the beginning of his career and, and every single night and what a pleasure that was. And he said, you learn early on that you never want to take it for granted, that you want to enjoy every moment because you know when you go to the gym, every single night is something that you never could have imagined. And that's what it is with Ja. Every single night, it's something you never would have imagined. And it, it just, I want to say it just doesn't surprise you anymore but it makes your eyes pop out. I mean, and, and just grateful that he's ours and to, to, to see, to see what the Grizzlies are around the league. I mean, we pull into Charlotte yesterday and the number of fans that are here at the hotel that mm-hmm. we've had, fa- we've literally had fans here at the hotel since we have arrived. Little kids who aren't going to bed just for the opportunity to get a glimpse of a guy. We've had fans here in Charlotte before, but it's going to be unlike anything we've seen so far tonight uh, because, you know, now we're four years into this. Um, it's incredible, man. We, we've evolved from just being an NBA team or an NBA-respected team. We've evolved into being one of those rock star teams. And it's, um, it's so much fun to watch. It's so much fun to be a part of. It's it's so much fun to go into opposing gyms and see so many people with Memphis jerseys on, and when the team's introduced, to hear the fans screaming for the Memphis Grizzlies. You know, there were days when Marcus Gasol and Zach Randolph and those guys would be asked in the locker room, "How does it feel when you see all those Lakers jerseys in the crowd?" And they'd say that ticks them off. Well, we're that team now. We're the team that's pissing people off because we're coming into their building and all these Grizzlies fans are in the crowd. So that makes it even more fun. It puts a bigger target on your back. 
And as Josh said the other day, we can't take anyone likely, no matter who we play. We've got to come out with a mentality and an edge. And that is super important here in these next four games. An opportunity for the Grizzlies to win games against bad teams. Yep. they got to take advantage of it. Uh, LaMelo Ball, just curious on your opinion of him, Robin, if he can – because if you look at the stats with him and Ja, they're not so far off. He's not so far behind Ja, but we know it's it's like light years in terms of leadership affecting winning. Do you just just having watched him, uh, you know, early in his career, do you think he can get to that point where he's, you know, more that affecting winning? Hey, I can have a seventeen assist game, you know, nineteen points and still control the game, you know, or or or. or and I hate to throw Trey in that category, but we're we're kind of here where you put up the numbers and maybe you don't affect winning nearly as much as Ja. Just which way do you lean with Lamelo? Is he more show than you know, or than substance? Where where do you think it goes for him? I, I guess now he is, but I don't know if it's his fault. Because there's not a lot there, right? I mean, it, it's there's a, nothing yeah, there. No, you're I mean, right. There's, there's nothing on this, and then just the revolving door for the the so training true. table for this team mm-hmm. is. And the coaching staff, I mean, I don't know if he's been given a chance. Every time I've watched him play, because I almost forget about him, and, you know, and they're not on national TV a lot. Right. Um, he's been injured a couple of times against the Grizzlies where we haven't seen him. So I don't see him a lot. But when I see him, I always think, boy, he's, he's something special. He could be really good. But you look around, it's like, man, he's got nothing around him. And, yeah. And the coaching revolving door. I mean, this is a team that has 10 wins. So how much does he impact winning? Well, I don't know if that's his fault. Um, that's a good point. You much. know, I'd like, I'd like to see him with better players around him to see what type of player he is. Um, but I, I always think he looks special. I think he looks like a, a, you know, a different type of athlete on the court than, than most guys are. Um, I think he stands out. Uh, it's just a matter of he's trying to do it himself right now, and it, that's very difficult to do. I, I think in a different situation, maybe he'd be a, a much better player, but uh, we're just going to have to wait and see. We're talking to Rob Fisher, a.k.a. the Fist Nation, catch him on sidelines pre and post for Grizz on Valley. All right, moving on to the college football championship game. TCU, depending on where you shop, 12-and-a-half, 13-point underdog. Um, they've been, you know, Counted out pretty much every step of the way this season. What do you think about uh, this championship? Does the SEC prevail and roll over the Frogs? I thought when the line came out, it was ridiculous. 13 points. I mean, what do you think the line would have been if it was Michigan? Four? I would say I would say within a touchdown, at most, probably six and a half. At most, six and a half. Yeah. And for it to be 13 makes absolutely it, – it didn't make any sense to me. No, you're right. It would be four and a half probably because, um, you know, uh, Michigan beat Ohio State, and Ohio State was six and a half, right, at least at the open. Yeah. So it would probably be four, four and a half, yeah. Yeah, so, so to me the 13 was absurd, which yeah. is why I'm betting Georgia. <laughs> yeah, because it yeah. doesn't make much sense. Yeah, no, it's fair. It's totally fair. Because to, like, I, I, my first instinct was it's it's like to arguably one of the most disrespectful uh, lines that have been hung in the history of sports. I mean, this is the right. national championship game we're talking about. You know, this team has and one TCU's loss. Use a team that out of their thirteen, how many games they played this year? 13, 14, 14 games now. Out of their 14 games, I think 12 of them have been decided by single digits. Yeah. I mean, this one just reeks of you must take TCU, and all the money's coming on TCU. And while all the money was coming on TCU, the line went from 13 to 13 and a half. That's right. Now, 
It's down to 12 and a half, and I still think it's a ridiculous line. And, again, that's why I'm taking Georgia. I, I think the money will keep coming in on TCU. I think the line will stay where it's at because Vegas knows these Bulldogs and this SEC team. We're going to see a much different Georgia team than what we well, saw last it, week. it's a little I bit. It's, yeah, it's a little. And, and, and everybody in America loves the story, right? Like everybody is, oh, yeah. is you know, it's a little bit like the Bengals last year. Uh, they were a very public underdog, and those are the dogs you want to typically avoid. Those are the dogs that come up with fleas. Is when right. uh, you know the, the they're a public <laughs> dog. So I'm, I mean, look, I don't know. I, I, you know, it makes sense. I, I have to marinate on it. I got to see if this is a destiny thing or if Georgia's speed is really going to overwhelm Duggan, and it's a it's a new breed. Hey, Fish, you're the best, dude. Appreciate the time hey, as always. It, take care of our man Parrish over there. You know he's high maintenance. That's fish. right. That's right. <laughs> oh, I know. I think he's already taken my desk, if I'm not mistaken. <laughs> yeah, don't let, that, don't let that happen. Don't let the new guy have the desk. <laughs> I won't. I won't. I'll keep an eye on him. Yeah. Appreciate you, brother. Holler, man. Yeah. You he got is, it, guys. He is Rob Fisher. Uh, catch him on Grizz on Bally, uh, pre and post, and – Sidelines, yeah. GP, we did not we did not mention this. GP is heading on over there. We I, lost I, I, a. Uh, we mentioned it yesterday with the cut and on my cut and mentioned he was moving. I guess we didn't mention where he was going. Yeah, is that what you're saying? I don't think I don't I don't remember talking about it really at all. Which is you know it's, we had a lot to get to yesterday. We had a ton of things, but you know GP is the uh, was the OG of 92.9. You know he was the first uh, the first show that uh, that ever showed up here, and you know certainly um, you know wish him well. Nice yeah. salute. Bro, that's why you pull the mic up. That's it. OG, right? OG. Yep. And uh, you know, certainly do appreciate. Uh, well, there was it was only us at the beginning. I mean, I I walk in and my boss introduces me to somebody I had never met before, and his name was Gary Parrish. Yeah, and then of course around Gary there was uh, you know Jeff. Jeff. Jeff is now the. Uh, well, I don't know. I mean, me and Jeff came in at the same time. So say, well, well I mean he was doing the he was on the show it was it was oh, the Jeff true. No, you're with, right. you're right. with so yeah you're right no, Jeff, Jeff was part of that that project because he yeah. would he was it was with Jeff Hawkins and, and he was right. really involved with that that's so. right that's I want to give props to Jeff yeah no Jeff's an OG for sure Jeff is an OG but uh, you know the OGs change the OGs and the and the faces it's like you know it's like uh, anything else let me say I'm really excited for GP big opportunity and obviously uh, you know those. The Grizzlies thing is hot, so uh, props to him. You know, it's a good group over there. Ninety two nine is hot. How's that? We are hot. You know, this is this, what 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 Jason is building here is hot. So I want to be. I want to make sure that everybody. What knows. I'm building. Well, everybody's good. I want to be Josh Pastner at this point, for God's sakes. No, everybody's I, good. Y'all sure grind city media ain't talking to John, trying to poach some more. Hey, you know. Uh, back am I gonna, off. And I have hey. to work three shows. What hey. do you want me to do? Mm-hmm. Hey. They got, yeah, you working enough. Hey, let me I'll fill back it. off. I, 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 uh, let me just start from the beginning. I'll fill it until we figure it out. But uh, you know, just let me know. Can I? Can I say something? Is that pair on your phone, John? Can I say something? Yeah. The answer to that question is no. Okay. The answer to that question is no. The Grizzly <laughs> Media is not talking to me. <laughs> I just want to. I just want to make it very clear. Everybody's been joking on Twitter. They're like, "Does ninety two nine need an nil fund?" Oh, because yeah. everybody is, you know, these guys are hey, having the transfer portal. Gary, we should have had Veach put out I'm a like, message. I'll I'd, be honest. Yes, the answer to that question is yes. Yeah, we do. We, we do. Yeah. We need, if you want to contribute, hop on. We need to not. Folks, that, uh, we Ad, no advertise with us for God's sakes. Yeah. We ain't got no damn nil over here. No, oh. we were maxed out on nil. Gave everything we could. When you when you when you work in ninety two nine, you do you play for the love of the game right that is what you do you you, you do it because it's pure it's like it's like i've been uh, here 18 years at this company yeah 929 is like uh it's like navy 
This this is uh, I don't know. No, I don't I don't like the way. Yeah, where are we going? You, with you better. This? Let me clean let me talk about Bentley. Maybe, maybe they just fired Coach Ken. Yeah. I'm just saying. Yeah, no, Mata Tatalola got no, fired. No no, no no nil here. But no nil. Yeah. You're saying. Yeah. Mm. That's what that's the that's the reference there. I hear it. Very well said. Thank you. We so, wish the best. Yes. Yeah. To uh, one of the best. GP. <laughs> no question about it. Good job. Uh, all right, we're going to come back here on the show. Norton Hurd the fourth is going to join us. We'll talk to him uh, about the goings on in the Memphis basketball scene and more. Jason and John, ninety-two FM, ESPN. Yes, it's Brad Carson filling in for Gary at four here for Betley and uh, here in studio right now with Jason and John, as I am every weekday. And uh, yeah, Betley's one of our new sponsors. They're in the sportsbook space. But the cool thing about Betley uh, when they hopped on that they told me is they're local, and it's true. They were the first in Arkansas, and now they're local in Tennessee. Both states. Uh, you can hit them up, B-E-T-L-Y. The Betley Sportsbook is easy to download on your phone. It's got all the technology that all the great books have, but you can do it in Arkansas legally and in Tennessee. So cross the bridge for your business and do it in both. And today in the promotions tab, a bunch of stuff on there for college hoops. Obviously, you can get in on the national championship game that Jason and John were talking about. But for tonight's game, it's the Memphis Grizzlies and Hornets game here on 92.9. Grizzlies, 7.5-point favorite according to Betley, so you can get those odds. Um, I'm looking at some of the other things here. If you somehow want to bet against the Grizzlies, it looks like that first half, or first quarter in the last six of seven games against Southeast teams, Charlotte has uh, cleared the number, and you can get that at a boost of plus 150 there. Uh, the Grizzlies have lost four of their last five games against Southeast teams. The Hornets have won the first half in eight of their last ten games at home. Now, obviously, they get LaMelo back. That might play into your wager there. And the Hornets have won at halftime and lost at full time in two of their last five. So maybe you you make a unique bet where the Grizzlies win and maybe the at the half it's Charlotte. I don't know. You can have fun with all of those bets at the Betley Sportsbook. Download it now and get up to two hundred and fifty dollars risk free for your first wager on Betley as a new user. Must be twenty one or older and located in Arkansas or Tennessee to bet with Betley. Play responsibly for help quitting. Call 800-522-4700, the Betley Sportsbook. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Great time to get over to Toss Barbecue for lunch. Oh, yeah. New year, new you. Toss Barbecue still bringing it. And now they've got the brand-new Fire Braised Chicken Sandwich. They have entered the chicken game, and they have come with a strong debut. Mm-hmm. We had a chance to try it a couple of months back before they had unveiled it to the masses. And, my goodness, it has certainly met the hype. It is delicious. They got the barbecue. They got the chicken. They got the brisket, whatever it is you're in the mood for. Breakfast now. Toss Barbecue can scratch the itch. Get over there today. They do it all. Uh, that fire braised chicken sandwich comes with the Memphis white sauce. You're going to absolutely love it. It's creamy. Memphis unique white sauce with pickle. That chicken seared over an open flame. Tops has done it again. 
It's delicious. Get over there right now. Three locations have got the fire braised chicken sandwich. South Haven, the popular location, and, of course, in Frazier. Hopefully it's going to be everywhere soon, baby. That's the way we do it over here at Top 70 Years and still smoking. Are you are you by any way, shape, or form up on what is going on? And I know it's very niche, and I know that like you're probably not, but it is it is a crazy story with what's going on with the U.S. men's team soccer coach. I saw the headline, but okay. didn't get into it. Okay, so let me give you a little bit of background. By let all me, means. Let me educate and inform you. Okay. They, right. they advanced. No, we. I mean, they, we ain't some world power. It's, but, but please, it's, a, it's the it's the USMNT man. It's the national. Just team. don't act like I'm supposed to be up on. So that. the coach is Greg Burhalter is his name. Mm-hmm. His contract ran out December 31st. He's in the conversation to be re-upped. Okay. To be the continue to be the head coach there. Um, some people like him. Some people don't. Anyway, uh, in the last couple of days, uh, news leaks of an incident involving Greg Burhalter and his wife from 1991. Okay. That's the year I was born. So this is 31 years ago. I was still Snowden in 91. Yeah. <clears throat> Where when Greg and his then-girlfriend, now wife and mother uh, of four children, had an incident outside of a bar, they had a heated argument, and Greg kicked her in the shin. Okay? He kicked her in the shin outside the bar in 1991. And it is just now wow. coming out. So that's not the crazy part, my man. Of course he kicked her. Of course. Soccer. Had to have. Had to be a kick. You know? Had to be a kick. Well, they went on to be married, and they went on to have four children. So, forgiveness was had. Clearly. And, uh, you know, it's not really my place to, to weigh in on that. Was it just a violent? I don't know. I, I can't answer that. I'm not inside the mind okay. of Greg Burhalter. Okay. But uh, they said they, he said he went to counseling and all these different okay. things. Cause okay. Because he, he put out his own statement. Good. But you're, you're, you've got to be wondering, if you have a pulse, why is this coming out now? This happened 31 years ago. Yeah, and are, is there video of it? You haven't. Well, you, there's, still, I have some there's no way there's video right, of it. Yeah, you're right. It's too far back. Yeah. So why is this coming up? Who did it? Who brought it back up? The mother of a member of the team. Who's out to sink him? Gio Reyna's mom put this. She reported this to, and by the way, she's college friends. She's been friends with the wife of Greg Berhalter since they were together. You know, they were they went to college together. They play, I think they play on the same team together. Okay, but you should understand then what she, what they've been through and what he's gone through, yeah. and that they they're now in love and have four kids. Right? But she did not like the comments that Berhalter made about her son after the World Cup, uh, and so she went to the director oh, of sporting. That's ridiculous. And she snitched. You kicked your wife in the shin. How yeah. ridiculous is that? In 1991. How about that? Come on. That's stupid. That's low. Now, it's, you shouldn't be kicking people. That's terrible. She wasn't his wife then? That's Girlfriend. But, but my, my whole thing is, okay, she decided to marry him. She then had four children with him. So clearly they got to a place where she, they were able to move past. Clearly. And the, she would know the, that. The incident. Now, that, again, let me be clear. I am against so all this shit. this is a weak attempt to sink him. I would hope that no one's and that's like what jumping he, and, on And him. that's what he said in his statement. He said he's being blackmailed, right? Um, uh, the, the Gio Reyna did, uh, uh, apologized for his effort in the World Cup. Said he's 20 years old. He's a young kid. Yeah. Um, but uh, but clearly the parents did not like the way that he was being used. But I, I want to say I am against all shin kicking. I- okay. Picture this: it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. 
With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 